welcome to another episode of Zing This. We've got a fun topic today, but we'll be getting to that shortly because, of course, what do we have before we talk about our main topic most of the time? News, news, news. Yes, we got some fun stuff to discuss, too. Um, Thor. You've, you've, of course, seen the new pictures from the Thor yes. movie, haven't you? What do you think of them? I mean, him having the short hair, not having Mjolnir. <laughs> I don't know. It's not my normal Thor, but I'm rolling with it. I, I, I like, I mean, you got to see Valkyrie in these. Yes. You got to see, of course, uh, Jeff Goldblum's character. Apparently, what is supposed to happen, I'm not, I know there's a complete synopsis out there. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Don't want to spoil it. Right. Basically, Thor arrives back on Asgard after doing some Thor stuff. And realizes that Loki might be in control because everything's all, you know, Lokified. <laughs> and then gets basically sent to Sakaar, which if you've read the Planet Hulk storyline is where he goes for that. And apparently Jeff Goldblum's character is ruling over it with a gladiatorial champion, the Hulk. And nice. he's kind of embraced this whole lifestyle. So that's kind of a brief summary. And of course, Thor's probably going to have to find him there and... For some reason, Valkyrie's there, but Doctor Strange is going to be involved. Hela is going to be be involved too. I doubt she's going to be Loki's kid. Does it relate uh, as far as timeline to any of the current stuff, or is it kind of its Doctor own Strange? Entity? Yeah, it it will relate to Doctor Strange, and they have okay. kind of alluded to the fact that the movies do happen in order. Okay. To an extent, I know that there's some stuff with um, Civil War that. That this might be going on at the same time, possibly, okay. as Civil War. I don't know. They, I, I I could read up more, but I fear I will just spoil it right, for yeah, me, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. But that's kind of a quick synopsis. I mean, I, I like what... It's very colorful. Very, very colorful, which I don't mind. It might be a different take on the Thor movies. I know... I, and this hurts me to say this. Out of the trilogy of movies they've done so far with Captain America... Um, Iron Man and Thor right. being the only trilogies that have come out so far. Thor, in my opinion, would be the weakest. Oh. I don't like saying that because I, I, Iron Man 3 kind of uh, has its moments, but since Thor only has two so far, it's, in my opinion, the weakest of the three. I'm, I'm not going to... And, and by, by weakest, I mean it's still an amazing movie. Yeah. So don't get me wrong on that. Well, I guess we'll move into some other Disney news then real quick before I get too, too many people angry. I, you know, Disney owns everything. So. I do love the Marvel movies. I just was making a comment that if I had to pick the strongest one, it's not the Thor movies yet. Yet. Who knows? Ragnarok might change that. So apparently Disney is very interested in doing all of their animated movies as live action. Yes. What do you think of this? Since you're a little bit more of a Disney fan than me to an extent. I personally like it. Now, I'm the type of person that likes live action and animation. So I know that there are people out there that don't really care for animation. So for them, it's probably great. I mean, they're, you know, they may like the overall premise of a story, but don't like a cartoon version. So for them, I think it's wonderful. Um, but I, I personally am in very, I'm very excited as long as they can cast it well. You know, they, they have to cast it properly. So here's my thing. It's kind of what's the point of making the animated version then? To an, I mean, to an extent. I'm sure that this is a discussion we could probably have a full-blown podcast on. And who knows, we might once they, you know, put out one or two more. 
But I personally... I, I don't... Well, I, I don't agree with you. I just don't think every one of them should be live action. Well, I think... I don't have an to, example off the top of my head, though, too. I think it has to be out for a while before they can retake yes, it. So yes, yes. That's, that's my thing is, do I think that... Do I think that... Um, Moana should be... Right, because that just came out. So, no. Or Frozen. No. So, I mean, and you have other shows piggybacking, like Once Upon a Time, you know, has yeah. already brought kind of Frozen into the realm and that kind of thing. So, but as far as like its own live action movie, I, I do feel like it does need to be out a while before they do a live action. I guess, I mean, if you think about it on a long enough timeline, it wouldn't surprise me. Right. Because I guess we're all kind of thinking, oh, they're going to start doing this like one every year. But I, I doubt they're going to go about that fast. It will be one of those things to where... And these have all been older ones. Yes, so, so far. So Cinderella, um, you know, Beauty, Beauty and, and the Beast. Beast is the most recent one. It's still older, though. It is. It, 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 I mean, compared to other ones, it's the right. most recent. But Mulan supposedly in the works. So is Little Mermaid. And Aladdin, I think, too. Yeah. It, I mean, when I say in the works, I don't think there's any casting. I think it's all just on paper. Yeah, so, so I... I'm not against them doing it, but like I said, I do feel like it has to be some sort of, of distance between the animation and then the live action. I'm kind of intrigued. I mean, I know Jungle Book did really well, but I'm kind of intrigued how Lion King's going to do. I think it would be Because there's not really any people in that. It's all animals. I, I think if they do what they did with the Jungle Book, I mm-hmm. think it would be very interesting to have it that way. Yeah, but at least the Jungle Book, though, has like a person, a person in it, though, so... I'm I'm kind of curious how that's going to work. Guess some quick video game news real fast. I mean, I I don't know how much I really want to say on this. Oh wait, there's there's two video game things. I <gasps> Mass Effect's coming out Tuesday. <laughs> Make sure you have your pre-orders in, and that's a whole different discussion. Oh. But I want to play that before we really discuss the possible issues, bugs, and everything else that people have alleged are just going on in yes. that game. But Sonic Forces was announced, and they had a trailer for it. I, I, I kind of, no offense to anybody, I haven't been excited about a Sonic game since the Genesis. Mm-mm. I mean, I, I, I kind of think it's cool that he's still around. It's just... I like the cartoon. The, the side-scrolling <laughs> was the best thing for me, in my opinion. Yeah. I know they did that um, Sonic 4. I, I never got a chance to play it because I'm like, I just, I missed that. Maybe this will bring some of that back because I know it's supposed to kind of have something to do with Generations, allegedly, from what I kind of saw, but I didn't read too much on it. Like I said, they just released stuff on on the game. So, and I mean, for get me interested in a Sonic game takes a little bit of pulling teeth. Some coercion. Yes. But... On the other side, a game that I can get excited about from even the littlest thing being shown of it. Yes, I'm talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy that is being done by Telltale <gasps> yes. Games. And I can't wait. I'm, I'm excited. It They look like they're taking from the movie in the sense of the character designs, mm-hmm. which is fine, but they just look um, Telltale-fied. Right. Yeah, I'm, I like I'm, I'm all your um, words, words you're making up tonight. Hey, maybe if we keep this up, I'll be able to put out my own dictionary of I know. words. Your adjectives are on point. Thank you. I try. <laughs> but no, they. I mean, it, it just looks like the movie versions of them put into a Telltale game. I'm very excited because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of different decision making. I'm just excited. That I hope that there's a thing where you can play as Groot and you actually have different like voice <gasps> options. Oh my god! Like you, ac- it actually like has sentences that you can say, and then you say them, and it's just him saying, "I'm Groot." I love Groot. I'm obsessed, especially yes. Baby Groot. I-, I figured you were gonna bring him up. 
So I'm excited for that. I don't know if they've come out with oh, any. Oh, yes. I, okay, I see what you're saying now. I Yes, that the, would be the, pretty funny if the, they had all uh, four of the dialogues, like all four choices where I am group. No, 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 no. Oh. I say that it actually has options, okay. like actual options for different things. But all he says is, I'm Groot, and, and there's no change to the response, because they're like, yes, I know, you are Groot. <laughs> so it's like you could actually be trying to change the conversation or say something, and if it's not Rocket, who apparently Rocket's the only one who can kind of understand him, I guess. Right. I, I don't know. I mean, e- either way, that would be funny. I think it would be funny if all of his dialogue options were, I am Groot, or that you... That would be hilarious. Or you had actual dialogue options, but he just said, I am Groot. Right. Instead. That would be good. So like that would it. be fun. Yes. Who, who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens when the game comes out. I'm pretty sure that's going to be something in there, though. There's going to be some joke about that. Yes. Star Wars-related news real quick. Just real quick, I um, was kind of poking around online, and I did see that apparently, apparently, Mirror Jade is still not considered canon as of right now. I don't know if that's in a definite never going to be, but as of right now, there's still no interest in show, in Why having her no be canon. Why no for her? That's so sad. Well, I mean, she's still around in the expanded universe, yeah. but I don't know. And if you want to know more about her, tune into one of our Star Wars episodes, because I'm sure she'll be brought up when we talk about everything that's not the movies. The, the next episode of our Star Wars special, episode two, the Attack of the Clones, will be out on Friday. So yep. if you're listening to this on Monday, like you should, yay. Woo-hoo-hoo. It'll be out this Friday. Ellie, there's a prison break at Arkham. Quick, flip that light over there to signal for DC News. Okay. Yes, we got some DC News. Actually, kind of more speculation, I guess, and rumors. But, right. I mean, I haven't done a DC News segment in probably a week. I, my, If you didn't hear, my eyes rolled then, so... <laughs> Allegedly, the Batman movie is might not be featuring Deathstroke. Now, even though they made a whole big deal about getting him in the movie, he might yes. not even be a part of it now. So that's interesting. On another note, try not to be TMZ with this next statement. But Oh no, yes. But allegedly, well not allegedly, apparently Ben Affleck has checked himself into rehab for, for alcoholism, which is interesting. I don't wonder if that had, had too, many- too many cocktails. I'm wondering if that had something to do with possibly the whole Batman situation, not trying to... Too much stress. I don't know. I mean, that's... Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. I don't know. This this whole DC situation seems like a hot mess. It makes me want to drink. Mm. Speaking of drinking, Aquaman got pushed back. Oh my gosh. Allegedly. Surprise! I, 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 just, I just want one film to do well for them. I know. Like, really well. Like, unanimously well. Not like, you know, I can sit here and talk about Batman v Superman in a positive light. But I mean, like, actually do well. But those are the fever dreams of a madman. Going over to the other side, back to Marvel to end this, and we'll lead into our big discussion. There's rumors, yes, rumors, once again, of a possible Venom movie. Nice. I'm just interested in... Which how- one? Well, yes, which, which, well, of course it's going to be the symbiote, but who's it going to be on? Is it going to be on Flash Thompson? So is it going to be Agent Venom? Or is it going to be on Eddie Brock, where it's the big old, you know, hulking Venom? And I know there is another few people that have had it, but I really, those are the two prime candidates in my mind for it. If they go with somebody else, it would be really stretching it. I know that the Scorpion, and I cannot remember his real name right now off the top of my head, did have it for a little bit. And I just don't think they go with him. It, it, it would have to be Brock or Flash Thompson. And I think I think that Agent Venom would be really interesting, but it would be kind of hard to do that to just off the bat. 
Unless there's going to be a lot of flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Plus, he does have to get with Spider-Man, I'm assuming, at some point. Unless they're really detaching themselves from the origin, which I'm sure would upset some people. Right. But I, like, well, that'd be a perfect excuse to intermingle characters between movies, so. Unless it's kind of something that maybe he already has dealt with. Okay. Possibly. Right. And it's kind of, you see flashbacks to it. Right. No, I can see that. I don't know. I mean, he's a, Venom's an interesting character no matter who you go with. I think the Flash Thompson version would be a better anti-hero. And, I mean, Eddie Brock technically at a time was a good guy per se, but he kind of just went after Spider-Man when the opportunity arose. So... Who knows? But how that leads into our main topic is because Flash Thompson version uses guns. He's like, bang, bang. Bang, so, bang, bang. So our topic today in honor of 540 Gaming is bang, bang, shoot em up. And by that, we're going to be discussing both over-the-top shooters, more realistic shooters, and then kind of a middle ground of we're going to kind of have an open discussion about where do these ones fall for us. You want to do over-the-top first or more real? Well, can we just discuss for a minute... What do you qualify as a shooter? Sure. I mean, of course, Call of Duty, Gears of War, Halo, stuff like that. But I guess anyone to where the main premise of the game is shooting a gun for this for this example. I mean, so so we're going to get, we don't want to upset anybody and we understand This is not a are, definitive yeah, list. <laughs> the, there are different types of shooters. Um, yes. Obviously, first person, third, third person, person um, more action rpg shooters so there is a lot of world yeah there's a lot of different types of shooters so um that's that's why we're just there are going to be some that we are going to list that you may or may not think technically is a shooter um but this is just we're just like he said we're just discussing basically stuff where you know your your main getting through especially for fights or battles would be with guns Mm mm-hmm you want, to, you want to start with the up-in-the-air ones, or do you want to leave those for the end? We can leave those for the end. All right. So, I guess I'm going to start with an over-the-top one. Well, I mean, I feel like you should probably start with more of the regular ones, because I don't really play those. So <sighs> The more regular ones or the over-the-top ones? I play the over-top ones more than... Well, I'm that's the funny thing. I mean, doing this list, I did notice that I'm like, wow, I'm more into the over-top ones, yeah. if we're going to go with that. So, I guess I'll start off with Battlefield. Okay. And, I mean, I haven't played the newest Battlefield, but I played Bad Company 3 and some of the older ones. So, I mean, those had more realism to them, whereas, like, bullets, different bullets, different environments cause different damage to stuff. So, I mean... And don't they focus more on actual, or not maybe necessarily not focus more on, but you can actually, um, can you actually get in tanks and do that sort of thing? Yes, and some of them, they do have the options to do tanks and stuff like that. I mean, of course... You can roll up on stuff and do crazy stuff with the vehicles. Now, realism, yes, I have seen people jump out of a plane, shoot somebody, <laughs> like snipe them, and then fall back into the plane and fly In off. Battlefield? Yes. That, oh, okay. I, I have seen tons of stuff oh, like that. Now, okay. there's over-the-top stuff that can happen. But, but for the most part, this would definitely but be more here's of a realistic thing. one. If I'm shooting a sniper rifle in some games, I just line up that sh- that where the dot is with their head and shoot. Mm-hmm. The, in this game, you have to compensate for the fact of how far you're shooting and sometimes even wind. Okay. And stuff yeah. like that. So you have to aim above them so the bullet can drop. Right. So that, to me, says more realism. Now, of course, there are modes when you're playing online where you can switch that off and have it be more of a battlefield. I mean, more of a Call of Duty-esque okay. one. Now, on Call of Duty, I will also include Call of Duty in the more realistic category. 
with a hyphen. Well, they have some of their games that are, yeah. I will say that Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare did have some realism in, in it. Now, the newer ones have departed from that to go to more spacey stuff. So I'm right. going to kind of count them as, you know, still realistic, quote unquote. But, I mean, the mechanics... Sci-fi shooter. <laughs> but you could do, like, a hardcore mode to where, like, it would only take, like, one or two bullets to kill you. Okay. And they do a bullet penetration and stuff like that. Like, if you're seeing behind certain things, the bullets will go through okay. material. Which is, in my mind, that's a realism thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something to where that would happen. So right. Armor that, piercing. Yeah, kind of exactly. Thing. So, I mean, that's something to where... They, they did a good job with that in Call of Duty. I, I personally think... Sticking with shooters, and another one that I think is very tactical, the Rainbow Six games. I remember playing Rainbow Six Vegas 2. I do enjoy those, yes. The the second Vegas game, I remember playing that, and that one was very, like, you had to peek out behind the corners. You had to, you know, if you were using certain weapons, they had more kickback to them. I like the... And you only got shot, like, you could get hit twice, and you were dead. Right. Depending on where you got hit. And I like in the Rainbow Six games, they have the option where you can have the... The stick with the little mirror on it, you can slide it under the door yes. and kind of, you know, look around. And so I, I like that part of it. Well, in this, I mean, Gears has this too, but you could, you know, aim your gun around the corner and sort of fire it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where you weren't, you didn't have a good aim on the gun, but you could do that to, I mean, because if you could hit once or twice in that game, I mean, you could die from it. So, I mean, it right. would it would keep people, you know, from poking their heads out. But that, that game I enjoyed, but I got very frustrated with because there were times where, like, you, you could get hit from somebody from across the room. I mean, a grenade could go off, and you could be just on the outskirts of it and still take enough damage that you were basically dead. Well, and I'm not as familiar with more of the in-game mechanics of Call of Duty because I just haven't played them as much. But, like, with Rainbow Six, you know, you can do, like, your whole team. Mm-hmm. You can, like, command the whole team. Do they have that option in Call um, of Duty? You mean, like, talk to your team or, like, tell them? Or I'm, I'm more focusing on multiplayer with, okay. the, with the discussion. Oh, with multiplayer. Okay, yeah, well, then never mind. I'm pretty sure in a single player you yeah. could. It's been a while since I played Rainbow I know. Six. Uh, no, I, I'm pretty sure you can with Rainbow Six. I, I So I, I kind of like that aspect, too, where you, it's more strategic for me when you have to control multiple people versus just one, but... Now, speaking of strategy, let's move on to our next game that I have, mm-hmm. Sniper Elite. Okay, yeah. Now, that one, I know in that one you do have to compensate. if For you, wind. Yeah, if you do that and you're at a certain, mm-hmm. like, you can switch up the levels of, you know, difficulty. But at the higher levels of difficulty, you do have to compensate for wind, yep. for the curvature of the earth, for gravity, <laughs> for all this stuff. Wow, okay. So, you have to compensate for stuff like that in this game. That had a very interesting dynamic in it to where when you shot the bullet and if you got a certain angle like if you got a good shot it would x-ray show like it going through so it was a very visceral uh, kill yeah. that that was a lot of fun with those games okay yeah so i i enjoyed that you could do it to where you could go through multiple people and it showed like if it hit a bone what would happen it's pretty cool it was like a x-ray it was like kind of like um mortal Kombat's x-ray mode yeah but i was thinking bullet. about that yeah so now we're getting into some that might cause some debate Far Cry. I will say Far Cry 3 and 4 more so than Far Cry 2 or 1 and excluding Primal. Why excluding Primal? Because I would say Primal would be more than 3 or 4 because of the fact that you have... I didn't play much of Primal, but like with 3 and 4, you have like side missions and main quests and you have optional stuff. So I feel like that's more... 
You have the same thing in primal too. They, I just figure because you're not talking to anybody and it's all about no, you, hunting. No, you still, you still have okay. all that stuff. <laughs> you just don't understand them. Um, no, I was just saying um, those ones because, I mean, those are more real. You can do over-the-top stuff in them, but I feel like the weapons. It's not just cause. <laughs> the, I feel the weapons are more grounded in, you know, you can get certain weapons that have certain, you know, damage to them and it feels more real, I guess. And actually on that note, before I forget, and I could mention this with Metal Gear, something I really enjoy about a game is, all right, you have a 30-round clip in a gun. You fire off, let's say, five rounds. How many rounds are left in that clip then, technically? 25. Okay. I take that clip out. I load a new clip. How many rounds would be in that? <laughs> right. I see where you're going. Well, explain it for the people then real quick. No, you go ahead. All right. If you were to take out, like let's say I had 25 rounds left, I take out the clip, put in a new clip, there's still a bullet in the chamber if I have not fired off all the rounds. Right. That is something I love in games where they leave that extra round in. Is it a big deal? No, but it's realism because otherwise that bullet magically just vanishes. Like if I take out the 25 that I've, I've shot five out of, put in a new one, it shouldn't be 30, it should be 31. If I shoot all 30 rounds and put in a new clip, it's 30 instead because there's no bullet in the chamber. Right. Now, revolver, stuff like that, we're not going to get into how that works. But that's that's just something that, that more realism for me. I know you can do it in Metal Gear. I know Rainbow Six and Battlefield you can do it in. I think Call of Duty, maybe? Oh, no, he's bringing out the high voice again. Probably not, though. Okay. Red Dead Redemption. Yes. I'd stick that under more realism, excluding his um, time warp power or focus. Right. I, I'd include that there because, I mean, you're, you're riding a horse. It's all very more real, I guess. I mean, would you disagree with that? You, you played that a lot more than I did. I played the crap out of that. I so, loved it. So would you say that's more of a realistic shooter or something over the top? Um. I would say if you have to choose between the two, yes, I'd put it more into the realistic. Of course, excluding his slowing down time to line up shots. Well, he's just getting really focused. I mean, that doesn't happen to <laughs> you when you're sitting there, you know, reaching for something. You go into slow-mo. I know. Well, and I'm really bad about shooters, too. If I have an option to do melee, I usually do. Good point. I know. So speaking of melee, pistols, I like pistols. Speaking of melees and pistols, wow, you're setting me up for these. <laughs> Splinter Cell. I didn't even know. <laughs> Splinter Cell. Yeah. So that that would be more realism in that one because, of course, you have to use the darkness. You have to use you know stealths, um, silencers on guns, stuff like that. And that mm-hmm. does have. I mean, the story's kind of over the top at times, but I feel like that that does a good job of, you know, being more realistic instead of over the top. And, and trust me, like, once we get into the over-the-top ones, it will become very apparent very quick why we consider them over-the-top. And Hitman, too. Oh, yes. I forgot about Hitman. I mean, I like the way you have to, you know, find the different disguises. And there's and, a isn't there, like, multiple ways to, like, yeah, off somebody, too? It's yes, not like you, you well, have and you to get do points. You get points. For certain, your creativity? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I, like, I like that aspect that, like... You know, if you're going into a a dinner party or something like that, then obviously a good way for you to get in and sneak around is to dress up as a waiter. Um, 
And so they, they take that into effect of the environment. And well, and the environment is very heavily used in the Hitman games too, where you can hide bodies and, you know, and do that sort of thing because you don't want somebody to see a dead body and alert everybody else that you might be there. So that but might I'll, come up in another game we talk about oh, very shortly. Okay. But yeah, I mean, that would definitely be one. Do you got any more for the more realistic? Realistic. Um, I don't know. We got a lot of them. Yeah, I feel like we covered our bases pretty well. I mean, there are more. There right. are more. And I mean, if, Ghost Recon. Yeah. Yeah, they just had that new one come out. Yeah. Now we're going to get into the more over the top, where the bang, bang, shoot them up, I think, more comes from. I'm just going to start with Gears. Yeah. Because Gears of War, in my opinion, is a very over the... I remember playing that, and it was... I remember using the shotgun for the first time and literally blowing somebody apart. Like, that, to me, was like a whoa moment. The chainsaw. Yes, the chainsaw was another one. A lot of those weapons just... I mean, it's a very over-the-top game. It's a very fast-paced game. It has some realism to it in mechanics and physics, but, I mean... Then again, someone getting a chainsaw put through them is... So I really enjoyed those. I mean, you played Gears a little bit. Yeah. Um, I just... Every time I think of Gears, I just think of the, the overall just bloodiness of it. Yes, very... Gore. Yeah, so very over-the-top violence in that yeah. game. So that one I definitely put as a bang-bang shoot 'em up game. Yes. Um, of course, sticking with that would be Unreal Tournament. That one, I mean, you have rocket launchers and stuff like that. Right. So that one is definitely another one. And then you have like the, you know, triple kill, overkill stuff coming over the loudspeaker, which is always one that I thought was fun to play. And whenever I hear of Unreal Tournament, I think of Quake, too. Yes, Quake would be another shooter that I think is over the top. Sticking with that same vein, though, and this one I think is the definition of bang, bang, shoot em up over the top, in my opinion... Bulletstorm might not be the yes. most popular game in the world, but that game points that. everything over the top. Yes. Just just having a lot of fun with that. I know they're coming out with a updated version of it, which yeah. which I'm kind of excited about in in a way because I, I did enjoy that game. It wasn't the best game in the world, but it was it was fun. You can't it take was it dumb seriously. fun. Yeah. It was just dumb. Fun. Well, and it was funny when I, I remember watching you play, and the cutscenes was so like yo bro. They are very that that whole game <laughs> is like you should be holding a beer, or no, you you should, you should have your feet propped up on a keg. Oh my god! For that entire game, it was definitely entertaining. I would just if they took all the clips and just like put them side by side, I would just watch the clips. It was pretty funny. So a game I've been playing a lot recently that I think is over the top. But I think it has a hint of realism to it at times. Titanfall. Mm. I really enjoy the Titanfall games. I think that they do a good job with those games. I mean, the reason I'm putting with the over the top is some of the weapons and um, stuff like that. And I don't know, giant mechs. I was getting the giant titans and everything. I mean... <laughs> Not really realistic at the moment. Um, <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> well, I'm sure we will one day, but... <laughs> yes, but no, I mean, that, that game's a lot of fun, and it's just, it was one of those things where I remember first time playing it, and I was kind of sitting there, you know, messing around, and I'm like, yeah, this is okay, it's an okay shooter, and then I got to call a Titan in, and I don't know what it was, but just as soon as I got in that Titan and started just running exciting. around, it was like, wow, this is awesome. And then the new one, they've expanded a lot, the different class systems, I think, work well, for it i mean it's got its issues it's a shooter so i mean it's got certain issues but 
I, I think they did a good job of a follow-up with that one, personally. Well, and we can't not talk about Halo. Halo was one I was trying to decide where to put Halo. Well, there is, I think there's a whole, like, that's the thing with, with shooters, is there's genres of shooters. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, there's it's... sci-fi shooters and, you know, Old West shooters. And so it just, it just, but Halo definitely is. I mean, Halo is the whole reason I got into sh- I mean, I played other shooters, but that was like one of the first online shooters I got to play. That was my first you know, experience playing online against people. I will admit to everybody, I'm not a big online person, but I, now this was more with bots. Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not a big, like, play with people people online. Oh, you, that was the um, Reach. You did a lot of oh the stuff on gosh, Reach. Oh my gosh, I played so much of that, and I just love the silliness of when you shot the grunt, with a grunt? Yeah. Okay. When you shot the grunts, and they're like, yay! Oh, when you had the birthday party yeah. thing on, so oh you shot them in confetti spray oh, everywhere, and the so children's funny. voices went, yay! I love that. So that, yes. that was a fun skull thing to have turned on. Yes. Those games, I felt, had, like, realistic physics and everything to them. I mean, it did have a point system to where if you did play it, it kind of made it a meta game. Right. That one I kind of still put in a little bit as the over the top. Yeah. Because you could, you could really go ham at points in that game. Well, I mean, I think if you're shooting aliens, then yeah. it's, it's kind of going to have to be at the top. It's not really realistic as of this moment. So, sticking with Bungie, <laughs> Destiny would be another one I would stick in the over-the-top. Because of the weapons and stuff you get to use. I mean, rocket launchers aren't something that, I mean, right. are that uncommon in shooters. But it's not like everyone's wielding one constantly and stuff like that. Plus, you have the powers in the game. And I just think that that one was a very over-the-top one. In the sense of scope, too. It was a definitely a different game to play, and I did enjoy a lot of the stuff they did at it at certain points. Well, and to kind of bring, like, a little bit of realism, I mean, um, current stuff, uh, Horizon has some really interesting... Not a shooter. I know it's not a shooter, but some of these other games that we're saying, I feel like, are similar to Horizon, and we're calling them shooters. All right. Fair so, enough. Um, if you just want an excuse to talk about about Horizon, <laughs> I'll give it to you. But I, I like the way, um, I really am enjoying some of the weapons. So you're not just, and I know it's not guns, because it's, it's all natural stuff with parts, but it's a lot of wood and, you know, you make your own stuff. But I kind of like, I kind of like the way they do their weapons in that too. That's my kind of shooter. <laughs> Perfect dark for the oh, Nintendo yeah. 64. That was a great... I, now, of course, there is GoldenEye, but I had a lot more fun. I think that, that one's an over-the-top one with um, Perfect Dark. You had the gun where it was the rail gun. You could see through the walls. You had the laptop gun. You could set up as a sentry. So a lot mm. of those guns had those secondary modes that made that a lot of fun to play back years ago when that was kind of a very new thing. Of course, we have to mention Doom, I feel. Oh, yeah. Doom, Half-Life 2, both very iconic first-person shooters. Yep. And we haven't discussed really the first-person versus third-person, but, I mean, shooters are shooters, and most of them are first-person for the most part. Gears, of course, is third. I prefer to see my character. I, it depends on the game. Ones where you have to take cover and stuff like that, I kind of prefer to see what I'm doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Just because it makes it a little bit easier right. to know when I'm in cover and you know what's going on. But, I mean, realism-wise, you're probably going to be better off not seeing yourself. Oh, well, it? yeah, definitely. So. I just, I prefer third, though. 
Um, and of course, since we're talking about you know online shooters, uh, Team Team Fortress Two, which is definitely over the top and crazy, and of course Overwatch is another one that definitely would fit that category. I mean, that's class based and definitely they did a great job with it. But that that that, that game's definitely over the top. I mean, with all the weapons and stuff and different characters you have and the abilities, make it of course a little bit more crazy. So let's discuss for a minute. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Okay. There are some games that, you know, if you go online, you look at lists, or you talk to people, and they mention certain things. I think we're about to get into our, where do we put these games? <laughs> um, there are some games that, and, and I don't care. It's, it's perfectly fine if you consider it a shooter. If you don't, it, it's, it's your opinion, and, and I'm okay with that. Um, but I feel like there's some games that people maybe automatically put into the shooter genre that really necessarily maybe shouldn't. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it and it's probably gonna get some people to be mad, but I really don't care. Bioshock and Grand Theft Auto, uh, Mass Effect. None of those I feel like are technically base shooters. Because I feel like if you are... I feel I should defend you in the fact of a few of these. Well, but let me just finish and then you can, you can take the stage. I feel like um, the problem is the genres have molded together. Melded. Mel- what? Melded together. Yeah, whatever. The genres have melded together. There you go. And so things aren't so cut and dry. So now you have what's called action RPGs that are well, far cry would have fallen into yeah that. Well, i agree with you but i was just letting you roll with it um so i feel like maybe bioshock more of a shooter than like um mass effect or grand theft auto well where would you put borderlands then because borderlands i kind of a- put that in an action rpg as well because you're not just going about and just shoot 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 and that's it you have if you have main character quests, tra- traits that you have to upgrade, yeah, you have traits to upgrade. You have main quests, you have side quests. You'll have um, just it's it's more inv- it's harder to make an open world game like a Borderlands or like a, like I said, Max Effect or it's it's harder to make. So maybe Bioshock One, I would consider more of a shooter than Bioshock Infinite, if that okay. makes sense. Okay. Does, does that make sense? Kind it, of. It does saying? to an extent. I'd still consider them shooters in my book. See, I mean, I, I consider I think they're them more like action a, RPGs. I but. consider them like a subgenre. Like it would still be. Right. I'd say shooter before I'd say RPG for Bioshock. Well, that's what I'm saying. The first Bioshock, yes, but Infinite, I feel like that's more. I don't know. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. No, I I I, I do to an extent. Um, Mass Effect, in my opinion, I kind of classify as a shooter because when I play those, the main, my main character I normally start with is one that's more weapon-based than anything else. I don't use the biotic powers. I know that I still level up the character in certain regards, but I get through fights having to pour out bullets. So to me, that's more of a action shooter or action RPG shooter. Action no. RPG is the... See, there you well, go. Well, I have to put that in there, I feel. <laughs> right. But that one I would definitely t- qualify as an over-the-top shooter at times. It's because of the black hole gun. That <laughs> thing is ridiculous. I just feel like if you have a dialogue tree, at that point, it's not a shooter. Like, if you're actually... 
you know. So having- then, by your logic, by your logic, wouldn't that disqualify Horizon? Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. I was just pulling in Horizon because I knew because you, you were wanted be to talk about in, it. No, I knew you were going to be pulling in other games that I felt were more action RPGs. So I'm like, well, if you're going to talk about them, I can talk about Horizon. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair yes. enough. We're we're having fun, everybody. This I is know. not. Yeah, we're not. Yes. Like I said, I don't care what you call anything. This is just an opinion. We'll get to some of our listener feedback in just a second of ones they've listed off. And it's interesting because we might have already brought them up. But since we're kind of moved on to this discussion, where would you put Metal Gear then? Because Metal Gear is very realistic. Very realistic. But the storyline and what the character can do are over the top. Yeah. I'm not including Metal Gear Rising with this because you don't do much shooting in that. Mm-hmm. And that entire storyline is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. And I feel like the most recent Metal Gear is more, is a, it's an open world game. Yeah. You, like when you were talking about how you upgrade the base. Yes. And that sort of thing. Um. Wow. Yeah. But well. here's the other thing. You can play that game just like Splinter Cell. Okay. Where you can stealth the entire... You can play almost all the Metal Gear games where you can stealth almost the entire game. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Siphon filter. <laughs> I wasn't done with Metal Gear. I'm sorry. You can keep talking about Metal Gear. I just wanted to say siphon filter. I'm You done. just wanted to get that in here. I did. Okay. <laughs> Terrible games, but fun. I remember them. Go ahead. So, over-the-top shooter in that regard, and you can definitely play Metal Gear where you can start shooting up everything. Oh, and yeah. you can pass the majority of the missions by doing that normally. Mm-hmm. But that's what I loved about that game is... You have a choice. You could play it either way. Yeah. It just kind of rewards or punishes you accordingly. Mm-hmm. So another one that I think kind of falls into a weird category, even though I kind of put it more over the top, was Killzone. Right. Because it was taking place in space and kind of a little bit over the Definitely top with that. Definitely a shooter. But the enemies were very... Um, Smart about their movements, the guns handled like that. That's that's the other thing I feel is important to have more of a. So it had good AI. Yes, and the guns. I mean, they they responded differently. Like okay. if if I'm using different machine guns, I want to know that I'm I want I'm different assault rifles. I want them to feel like I'm using a different assault rifle and just not a reskinned gun from a, another one. Like so, I'm have more hitting power. So I'm at more penetration, and that's something I mean in a lot of different games is very important to me. And that, and that's kind of where I kind of feel them. They're more realistic while still being over the top. Right. So that's it's a good mixture. Yeah, it's, it's a good mixture of that. And what was that one? Um, I used to see you play a lot. I didn't really play too much of it. It was on Xbox only. Um, and you had to collect the little orbs. You're thinking of Crackdown. Yes. <sighs> Do you consider that no. a shooter? Okay. I consider that it, it has shooter aspects to it, but I guess it would kind of fall into the, a little bit over the top version of Grand Theft Auto. Same thing with Saints Row. Okay, yeah. Saints Row, Grand I'll... Theft Auto. I know we included Red Dead, but Red Dead's a little bit more grounded than the other ones. Okay. Um, I, I, I wanted to include Grand Theft Auto in this, but I felt like it, it has certain aspects of it that make it a more down to earth. But game do you at consider times. it a shooter? <sighs> See, that's that's where I'm asking is like, where do you draw the line of what's a shooter and what's not? That that's why it was hard for me when I was sitting here thinking about it. I was like, well, do you consider that a shooter? And so, great game, just considering. But if you want to move on, I um, I liked Red Faction. That was one I really liked. Once again, does that count as a shooter? 
According to your logic, it does. Well, some of us might be right. Some of us might be wrong. We're not pointing fingers here. We're just having fun. If you guys want to weigh in on what you think, I mean, we're about to get into a few people that have already weighed in. But if you want to, you can, of course, you know, message us on Twitter as well. Um, So let's get into a few people who've commented on the 540 Facebook page. Yeah. If you wouldn't mind, Ellie. And with the community that we're involved with, a lot of 540 Gaming. Uh, some of the people on there. Mm-hmm. We have Joey that put Borderlands 2. So, that's, yes. That's I've, been one we've, we've, we've discussed. And, I mean, we have our differing opinions. I consider it a bang, bang, shoot 'em up, though. Because that's what this originally was. The original conversation was bang, bang, shoot 'em ups. And we decided to kind of take a look at, you know, the difference between a over Realistic the top versus and over the top. Borderlands is definitely over the top. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and would be, and and would be a bang, bang, shoot 'em up. <laughs> Um, and then we have, I'm going to say the second part of their name, 79, <laughs> uh, Bioshock, once again, um, definitely a over the top just for the subject matter of, you know, upgrading the weapons, the, um, yes. plasmids or vigors that you could get would yes. definitely, and just being in an underworld, um, underwater world, yeah. so to speak, um, and we have Travis, Unreal Tournament, definitely very popular one. Definitely would be a bang, bang, shoot em up, and definitely is over the top. Yes. As all can get, as all get out. And then Timothy is Doom. So that that one, I, I need to play the new one. I haven't played the new one yet. Yeah, I haven't played it either. But the original ones were really good. So, I mean, I, I've heard that this one kind of stays in that same vein. All right. And the final one, which I sadly have not played, but I might look into now that I looked up something on it. Is from Brad, and he says, "Enter the Gungeon." It sounds like "Enter the Dungeon," but with guns. <laughs> sounds awesome. So I guess that kind of wraps up our discussion, which was, like I said, originally was going to be kind of us discussing just bang bang shoot 'em ups, and we decided to take a little bit more interesting look at and discussions of you know over the top shooters versus more realistic shooters. And it looks like from our listeners and probably other people is definitely over, over the, top the top seems to be the the preferred choice with a lot of people. And I mean from us too kind of yeah. discussing Yeah, oh yeah, definitely it. me. Yeah. I mean I I I personally do like realism in the games from time to time, but I do like oh, the yeah. over the top a little bit more because I just feel like the more realistic ones I just get shot up a lot more quicker and just die time gotcha. after time. Do you think you take them more seriously? And the over-the-top ones, you're kind of like, oh, it's whatever, kind of go with the flow. I sadly play them both the same, oh, where okay. I'll try to, you know, take it seriously, and then yeah. I just kind of run and gun. I, I, I can't camp normally, and I can't snipe to save my life. I'm, I'm being <laughs> straightforward, people. It's okay. So, I guess with that, we'll, we'll wrap up our stuff today. But we've got a few announcements to make real quick. Uh, first one being, as we said earlier, our Star Wars Episode 2 will be out this Friday. And that is on, of course, Attack of the Clones. We'll yes. be discussing that. So, fun stuff. The start of the war. Well, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, we got yeah, one more oh. announcement. One more announcement. Yes. Um, Don't forget, everyone, next week is Read This yes. for Doctor Strange, The Oath. And... Doctor Strange, Watch the this. movie. Yes, we're going to be doing a double on <gasps> Double that. feature. Yes, where we're going to be discussing the comic and the movie. So that will be a lot of fun. So definitely get reading or get watching. So that, sh- so that should be fun next week. And um, what's some of the best ways to listen to us? Well, of course, SoundCloud. 
Zingness. Uh, you can also listen to us at iTunes. Give us a five-star review and we'll read it on the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. It helps out the podcast a lot more than you'll ever know. <laughs> you can also follow us on Facebook. Zingness. You can also find us on Twitter. At Zingness. You can also find us on Stitcher and Tuned In as well. And Instagram. At Zingness Podcast. You can also find us playing games on Twitch every now and then. And when that's twitch.tv slash zingness and finally if you want to get a hold of us you can email us at zingness at gmail.com and finally dj golden boy play us out So that one's interesting, and that added a very interesting mechanic to where they so had the X-ray. So does that change whether the Earth is round or flat? We're not getting into this right now. <laughs> Sorry. Ugh. <laughs> Moving on. Yes. Um. I do think the Earth is round. She does too. I'm. Shaquille O'Neal made a statement that I was discussing before we started recording. If you want more intro, if you want more on that, go find um. The Unbelievable Podcast, Blurry Photos, Secret Transmission Podcast. One of them, I'm sure they'll have some topic on <laughs> Flat Earth that we're that they'll do a lot better job than we will about arguing. I was just with having it. fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs>